everyone, thank you for tuning in to Actually Very Good, a show where I speak to the most interesting people in New York. I'm so excited for you to meet the wonderful folks we have today. In the voyage of humanity, New York City is the Titanic, proudly sailing across the Atlantic, but without the iceberg part. <laughs> Before we get started, a little story about my week, as well as a bit of an APB. It's warming up in New York. The birds are chirping, the sun is calling, and I decided to take my doctor's advice and spend some time outside in the sun. I went to Prospect Park. It's a beautiful spot in Brooklyn. If you ever get the chance, you gotta go. So I put down a blanket on the grass. It was actually my bed comforter. Anyway, I lay out and accidentally fell asleep almost immediately. When I wake up seven and a half hours later, I realize my iPod Touch had been stolen. When I ran around trying to find the perp, someone else came by and stole my comforter. So, if anyone finds an iPod Touch with 100 covers of If You Like Pina Coladas and No Other Songs, or a brown comforter with all of the filling on one side of it, please call 911 immediately. Anyway, let's get started. I met my first guest yesterday at the M&M store. I was checking to see if they had brought the light brown M&Ms back and he was putting a green M&M plush toy under his shirt and pretending to be pregnant. Please welcome Mr. Cigarettes. How are you doing? How are are you, Mr. Cigarettes? It was uh, so wonderful to meet you. I'm so glad you're here. Well, I'm feeling great. I'm having the time of my life, and I have six months to live. That is, I'm so sorry, that's not a long time at all. No, it's okay, I love it. So, why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get the name Mr. Cigarettes? Well, I am Mr. Cigarettes, so they call me Mr. Cigarettes. I am the newest official spokesperson of the cigarette industry. Uh, That is awesome. A specific company or just the entire industry? No, just the industry. I was created by an ad team to comply with government regulations on advertising cigarettes. So, I have the smooth charisma of Joe Camel and the handsome good looks of Mr. Uh, Marlboro. But I am uh, outwardly dying of lung cancer and emphysema. I had six months to live, but I do not regret anything. Cigarettes rule. I am, uh, well, I'm glad you're, you're feeling okay, other than dying of sickness. Uh, how long have you been a mascot, a cigarette mascot? Two weeks. And what did you do before that? I was Mr. Cigarette. You were just a man. Yes, I was Mr. Cigarette. And then... I was born, and now I continue to be Mr. Cigarette. When uh, when you were a child, before you became a cigarette mascot, what did you want to be when you grew up? Mm, what is child? A uh, child is a is a human thing where Ooh, you're you're little. I you're love little. human things. <laughs> yes, yeah, so basically. I remember two weeks ago, and then two weeks ago, then I was born, and they said, you're Mr. Cigarettes, baby, and they gave me a 
card. They gave me a card with my traits on it. <laughs> and uh, well, what was the first trait? I mean, I I see the color of your horny. Hair. Horny. Trait number one was horny. Trait number two makes other people horny. Uh, trait number three. Party boy, love cigarette. Um, dying. Uh, like to hang out. Uh, speaking of hanging out, mm-hmm. you love to party. You love hanging out. What's the biggest party you've been to in the past two weeks? Your only two weeks of life. Oh yeah, I was just at Fire Festival. Uh, and what? What? Uh, did you have a fun time there? It seems like people did not have a fun time. Yeah, there. I had a real fun time. Did you fly down there? How'd you get down there? Yeah. <laughs> you flew. Yeah. Yeah, that is. It was good. They had tents. I gave out cigarettes to all the horny ladies. And we puffed them down, smoked out of the tent. No. I was also the guy in charge of making the sandwich. <laughs> the the cheese sandwich? Yeah, from the famous picture. Mm-hmm. I made that. That is awesome. I have to say, I until I saw you at the M&M store, I didn't know you existed. I'd never seen a picture of you. So it's insane to oh, see. Oh, yeah. I was looking for a son, and I found a son. His name is the little green M&M. So, and you brought green M&M here. Yes. So now you, now you have a family. Would you like to talk to Mr. Green M&M? Sure, I would love to. I, I didn't know green M&M could talk. but Hello. How are you, little green M&M? You give me a little M&M. Uh, so, how does it feel to be adopted? I love my daddy. That's so great. I love I love families. That's the thing about New York. Families everywhere, you know? Green M&M. Tell them about our trip. Oh, you went on a trip. We went to the ball game. Oh, the Mets? The Yankees? The Mets. I got the baseball. He used me to catch the baseball. Oh, wow. Was it a home run? Yes, a home run. Oh, are you okay? Did it hurt? No. I am plushy. So, now you have a family. Are you sad that you're going to be dying in six months when you have a, a child? See, si. He was talking to me, little guy. Am I going to be sad that I will be dying? No. I'm happy because... I had as many cigarettes as I wanted. They all made me very horny. They all made me very happy. But am I sad I'd die? Well, I wish I could have a couple more cigarettes. But if I wasn't dying, I couldn't have had so many cigarettes. And cigarettes are all you care about. I love cigarettes. Is there a Mrs. Cigarettes? Uh, no, not exactly. Not exactly, but an approximation? I did come underground once. So you never know. There might, you might actually have a, a, a baby, a real baby cigarettes out there. It is a bad neighborhood. I did it in. The ladies are looking for that. Mm-hmm. Scoop it up. <laughs> so you could have a baby out there. Hopefully. I want a little brother. Hey, come down, ladies. This is my interview. Oh, it's great. I, I love talking to little green M&M. I lo- is that 
his name, Little Green Eminem. Yeah, Little Green Eminem. I love talking to you, Mr. Cigarettes. I do a uh, random question. Oh. You seem to be a musical kind of guy. Do you play any instruments? Oh, yeah. Mm. What uh, instruments do you play? Is it a cigarette flute? Is that a, a cigarette with holes in it and you blow into it and... You also play cigarette flute? Well, you know, I've been known to puff on a cigarette every... Would you like a cigarette right now? Uh, We're not really supposed to smoke in here. No, you can... The law is different now. You can smoke now. Nah, I'm running the studio by the second, actually, so I cannot... I I can't break my lease. I'll talk to the guy. Well, he's real mean. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. He's mean, but he's he is deaf. I'm also. lighting this cigarette. He just please don't smoke. Oh baby, oh, oh fresh, menthol. Mm. This is we have new special flavors that we can only sell in Spain. Oh, what's that? And I have all of them in this wine trash bag. Yes, sangria flavor. Saffron. Shrimp flavored. Bisque. Bisque. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Hamon flavored. Hamon. Hamon cheese. Croquetta flavored. Mm. Mm. Well, I do have one more question for you, Mr. Cigarette. Let's say you were to live forever. Oh, no. Well, let's just say. Okay. What would you want to do with that time on Earth? Well, I'd love to spend time, smoke the cigarette, tell the people about the cigarette, eat uh, cigarettes, drink cigarettes. I'd love to fuck. I love to be horny. I love when things make me horny. I love to look at picture that make me <laughs> I love to look a picture that make me horny Mr. Cigarette you're crying I'm sorry I just thought of all the times I ever got horny the first time two weeks ago you're born <clears throat> immediately horny yes they popped me out of the machine mm. and yeah are there more Mr. Cigarettes out there or are you the only one well, there will be once I die, mm. then there'll be a new Mr. Cigarette. Mm. Mm. Are you sad about being replaced? Mm. Well, I'm just glad I had the time that I had in my life. Yeah, six months and two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty full life. A uh, little green M&M. What, uh, what are you going to do when your dad dies? Uh, I don't know. I maybe go to space? No, little guy. You cannot go to space. It's too high up there. Hmm. Maybe if I dream hard enough, I can do whatever I want. Hey, little green M&M. Maybe you can uh, become the new Mr. Cigarette. Or the new little M&M. We'll, we'll see. All I know is that I have six moments left to live. Have you ever thought about becoming a jazz trumpeter? Mm, huh? 
I thought maybe do in cigarette flute for the people. I had so much time let do live to show them all how to party, how to be cool, how to get horny, and I want everyone to know. What's the biggest party you've ever thrown? Or, if you haven't thrown the biggest party yet, what do you want your biggest party to be? Oh, well, I guess the biggest party that I throwed was at my house. I had a a couple people over, and we all smoked cigarettes. Mm. You know, I've never been invited to a party. Just FYI. Wait, who are you? Well, my name is Steph. I'm the host of this podcast. Um, well, I meet people in New York every day. They never invite me to parties. If you want to come to the party, you have to be very horny. Well, my husband has been at sea for three and a half months, so... Perfect. Yeah. That guy's a real horny guy. That would love to meet some a horny lady like you. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll see. And uh, I, can't, I can't tell my husband. He'll kill me. I'll kill him first. Oh. Everybody deserves to be horny. Well, you know what, Mr. Cigarette? I cannot wait. And a uh, little, little green M&M, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And, uh, uh, you know, let us know when the funeral is for Mr. Cigarette. We would love to come honor you. Oh, it's going to be a big event. Asheville, North Carolina. It's a. Uh, They're gonna drop me in the mass grave. Wh- so there have been other Mister Cigarettes. There have been a hundred other Mister Cigarettes. Oh my! I had no idea. They don't put the dirt on it yet. They all lie in there still. It's a lovely sight. All of them died horny. It made me horny to look at it, and I cried. Do you believe in Mr. Cigarette Heaven? Mm, no, no, they tell me. The what? No, 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 they tell me. No. That's what they tell me. That's what they tell you. <laughs> yes. So you do believe the, it's on your fact sheet. Yeah. You believe in heaven. Yes. Cigarette Heaven. We're all the smoke all the time. You don't even have to puff. You all get it. Everybody can is naked. Everyone is sexy. Everyone looks good. And they smoking. They drinking in Budweiser. They eat eating. <clears throat> shrimp <laughs> scampi. I love shrimp scampi. I am insanely allergic to it, though. You're not allowed in heaven. I don't know what I believe in anymore, to be honest. So, Mr. Cigarettes. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, What's the bus schedule? Uh, it comes about every 20 minutes. Uh, where are you heading to? I have to be in Jamaica, Queens. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you can probably just walk up to... Uh, Walk over the bridge up to Queens and then uh, catch mm, the six, the Q sixty or the thirty two. 
I want to take it all the way to Jamaica, probably. Something like that. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Mr. Cigarettes. No problemo. Ah, that was Mr. Cigarettes. What an ins- a, 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 a great guy. Here in New York City, you never know who you're going to meet. Well, I met my second guest when I fell into an empty McCarran Park pool, and he refused to pull me out. <laughs> Please welcome Jonathan Bones. Hip, hip, hooray, hip, hip, hooray, I've come today to do the thing. <laughs> Oh, wow. I love that song. Hello. Hello. Uh, Lovely to be here. How are you? Uh, Can I call you Jonathan or Mr. Bones? Please call me Sir Bones. Sir Bones. Well, it is lovely to meet you. Well, it's lovelier than a lizard on its back to be here. (laughs) I shall say. Yes. I notice you have a little bit of an accent. It's true, my dear. I come from the old land of London Townshire. Mm, <coughs> London Townshire, mm-hmm. beautiful place, full of history. Oh I'm no, sure. it's all shit. Oh, it's, it's all shit, isn't it? Isn't it all shit? Yes, well, it is. Yes. I've only seen it on TV, on the TV show. The and so it should be kept that way, my <laughs> dear. <laughs> well, <laughs> kept you know, behind a glass prison. <laughs> yep. They. I would love to see it. I'd love to, whether it's shit or not. Would love to see it. I'm not allowed to have Luckily, a passport. Luckily, they don't have the smell coming from the television. For I tell you, you will be in intensive care should mm. you smell Londonshire Town. <laughs> mm. What? Uh, can you describe the smell a little bit? Uh, your nostrils will never forgive you, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you live here in the U.S. now, correct? That is correct. Now, what caused you to move to the U.S. from England? My dear, I saw a film called Armageddon Mm. when I was a little boy. And I said to myself, well, there, that is where I should be going, into the space world. Mm. For that is where I shall be respected. And so I knew, I saw this film, and I said to myself... Jonathan, it's time to board whatever whale shall take you there. Mm -hmm. Because they have the rockets, they have the steel, they will take you into the space world Mm -hmm. in America, see. So I've come here and, uh, you know, not with a penny upon me, as they say. And I've just been wandering around for 20 years, yes. Every fortnight, just going around and saying, excuse me, rocket fuel, rocket fuel. I'm mm. saving up as much rocket fuel as I can because one of these days I'm going to get to those stars, my dear. Mm. Now, have you left New York City at all? Because Houston and, and Florida are difficult. What's that you say? What what You called this something? New Norky. No, New, New York City. Norky. 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 Mm, yes. New, is New, that what this place New is York called? New York City. Uh, we are named after gnocchi, uh, the Italian uh, food. The Italian food made from spit. Mm. Yes. I have no idea what it's made from, but it. I spit I do in believe it. that they do make it by going hacham and patu. Well, you might know better than me. You're from closer to Italy than it's I am. It's true. We <laughs> are in the armpit of them damn dirty Italians, mm. I tell you. I, you know, don't like Italians. I can't tell you why, but uh, needless to say, I'm not. Luckily, there are no Italians here in Norky. No. None to be seen. Kept out, I say. Kept out, I say. 
So you wanted to go to space. You saw Armageddon. You said, "I gotta go. To, I gotta go to space." I got to. So far, I, all I know is that you need rocket fuel. Mm. So I'm trying to get as much of it as possible. And so, how how close are you to going to space? Well, I have three bags of rocket fuel, mm-hmm. and uh, I found this uh, very lovely gentleman. Mm. His name is Old Clem. I go with him to an alleyway, and he gives me rocket fuel, and all I need to do is close my eyes and just Mm. suck it through a hose. And then I spit it into a bag, and so far I have three bags full of the stuff. And let me tell you, it's very primo stuff, I do so so much. Mm, wow, that's I had no idea that's where NASA got all our, our rocket fuel from old Clem. It does sound crude, but it gets <laughs> us up there to the oh. stars to say hello to the heavens. Oh, man. So how often do you meet this old Clem? Well, so far I've met him once a fortnight, mm. you know, sometimes. For he the w- past 20 years. For the past 20 years. Okay. He roused me about in my sleep. He lives in the same uh, establishment as me. I live in the KFC. Ah, the KFC. Uh, which location? Uh, just all of them, mm. basically. Yeah, mm. it's very nice system you have here in America, where anybody can stay in a KFC. It's it's very, mm-hmm. you know, it's very bright, and uh, the uh, the booths are very inviting for mm. anyone to sleep. And sometimes you get lucky and find a chicken wing on the ground. And I do say that is a feast and a half for any young boy. Well, they are delicious chicken wings uh, they have yes. at the KFC. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I saw on the TV uh, people in India are getting addicted oh. to KFC because no. it's so good. No. Yeah. The They're Indian tribes are getting <laughs> addicted to the chicken wing. Uh, look, I saw it on TV. Sounds okay? like a yawn that Jules Verne farted out of his pussy. You know what? It very well may have been. Very, very well. <laughs> so you, you, three bags full. How many bags do you need? But that is a very good question mm. and someday I hope to find out. Mm. I think th- my plan for now is I'm going to get maybe one or two more bags and just kind of throw it around the KFC and see if that does anything. Mm. You know. Now where in space do you want to go? On In Armageddon they went to an asteroid to destroy it. Is that right? Uh, yes, they went to an asteroid. Uh, they were oil rig workers, so it made sense for them to, to go there. Uh, do you want to go to the moon? Do you want to go to Mars beyond the galaxy? I think it's somewhere... Well, you know, it's interesting because I did not actually see Armageddon. No, mm. I, my father owned a penny theater where they were playing that film, and I would always be able to listen, put my ear into the theater, and listen to the film playing, uh, but I was never allowed to look, or else uh, he would beat me a- upon the eye. You can't watch what is not yours, he'd always say, and then hit oh. me straight in the eye. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, so you and your father probably have a pretty tense relationship. Oh, you do not want to know the extent of what my father has done to me. You know what? This is a safe space if you need to to share some of it. Would love to hear it. Well, they had a law in Londonshire Town that Mm -hmm. you cannot beat a child with anything bigger than a fist. So he would fashion many objects into a fist Mm. and he would uh, hit them upon me Mm. and he would make it a game in the theatre lobby 
Uh, Please Beat My Boy was the name of the game. He wasn't much of a creative man, my father. (laughs) But uh, yes, people would take turns beating me and they would get free tickets for their uh, them and their Friday night Susie to go see the latest blockbuster film. Mm. My goodness. And what does your father do now? Is he still uh, around? Is he... Still running the theater? You know, I don't really know. I do. I think maybe he d- he did beat me to space already. You know, <laughs> he always uh, always had a competitive streak about him. You mm. know, As even when I was getting beaten in the theater lobby, he said, "No, I can get beaten better," and he let people beat him. Oh wow! Yes, and he wow. said, "My bruises are bigger than yours, boy." Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That sounds odd. And your mother? Where was your mother at this time? Oh, uh, my mother. She was always. Behind the popcorn machine, I never got a good look at her. She was always hiding behind just a poor, frail woman. And she would always, uh, they called her Slippery Susan because she was always covered in butter. And yes, she was always just hiding from the tyranny of the theater. Mm. Just And so I would always say, Mommy, may, may the beating end. And she would just, uh, she'd poke her head out and whisper a little poem but i would never be able to hear the words yes that's tragic very tragic Mm. i hope to get to space where i hear there is no pain Mm. yes well in space no one can hear you scream from the beatings it's true it's absolutely true do you think your father knows what your endeavor is now to go to space to be an astronaut i would hope so i i am writing a blog and i do mm-hmm. hope that he is reading but i don't know if he's able to see it because it is just written on the back of the booth that i sleep in at kfc so mm. i don't know if he has access to that mm. but you know america and the internet <laughs> the mysteries that they have entwined upon themselves uh, uh, should make a child <laughs> cry into the heavens my god oh. well you know one time i heard a story that uh the English are good at reading the newspaper, and uh, the, yes. the Americans are good at looking at the internet. Uh, <laughs> yes. my, you present a riddle. I shall, <laughs> I'll try to figure it out. I think you yes. are talking about the common newt. Ah, so are you a big newt and lizard and gecko fan? Well, I, I, it is true that often Jonathan Bones can be found with a lizard upon him. It is true. Wow. Now, do you have one on you now? I do. I have uh, one right here. His name is Rodrigo. Mm. Would you like to say hello? I'm sure. Hello, Rodrigo. Hello, it's me, Rodrigo. I'm j- <laughs> oh. He seems to be able to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Rodrigo, what were you doing last night? I heard such rousting going on while I was trying to get slumber for the podcast. I needed my my slumber. What were you doing last night? I heard you. I was, well, I wasn't doing much then. I was just having a spot of tea. <laughs> a lizard having a spot of tea. It's madness, it's I tell madness, you. It's madness, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a night at the Roxbury? Oh. <laughs> I do say so. <laughs> a night at the opera. <laughs> Your fellow countrymen. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. The yes. Opera. Yeah. A queen. <laughs> yes. Uh, rest in peace, Freddie Mercury. Oh, my yeah. Lord. That boy. That boy and his band, they were so full of magic and wit and pomp. Mm. Uh. Did you ever go to any of the uh, aid, AIDS 
concerts. Yes. Um, Rite Aids. What are what is it called? Aid Aids. Free Aids is Free what AIDS. they called it in yes. London Townshire. Uh, yes, they had a concert where they would give us free AIDS and they'd shoot it out. And I believe what is now called a T-shirt cannon, uh, they'd shoot it out into the audience. And mm. uh, uh, yes, the the band that would play would be little migrant children and they would be beating upon uh, uh, just pieces of wood with steel. Mm. And uh, it was it was a government program to get rid of some of the people in London Townshire. So they fancy this concert and with these poor little children and uh, they'd shoot disease into the crowd so and you made it out you didn't get it oh yes i you know i am the i am the child of slippery susan i do know how to slip away from disease (laughs) (laughs) what is slippery susan doing now i do not know but i do hope that she has found a way out from behind that popcorn machine Mm. that dreaded thing you may be able to say that popcorn machine was actually my real father. Mm. For the way he stood next to my mother all mm. those years. You know, if you get covered in butter all around your body, you suffocate because your skin breathes as well. It's true. Yeah. Unless you breathe butter, which I tell you, since coming to America, <laughs> I do find myself to be of that persuasion. Well, that is true. That The amount of butter they use in KFC could kill a deer. It's true. <laughs> That's an American saying. It's to, to kill a deer. <laughs> to oh, kill I, a deer. Oh, I do find myself tickled by your American sayings. <laughs> well, yeah, we d- we do have a lot of American yes. sayings. I do want to ask you, what is a quintessential British saying? Maybe just something our our uh, listeners could hear and and learn and integrate into their lives. Oh yes, of course. Well, there was one that I grew up with, uh, which was always. If you don't got no oranges, we don't want you coming in here sticking your penis in things. That was uh, a little uh, uh, saying that would go around the fruit markets, uh, mm. yeah, where you would trade oranges to uh, have your have a go at uh, at uh, at, the, at the fruit vendor's wife. Mm. You would trade oranges for it, and you know it applies itself to real world situations, mm-hmm. you know where. If you don't have the oranges, you can't have a go. I never thought about that before, but that's... Well, yes. (laughs) If you don't have the oranges, you can't have a go. Yeah. And what about uh, another American saying? I'm I'm always tickled every time I hear a new one. (laughs) Well, all right. Uh, Well, here's one that happens to me a lot. Uh, When you trip, you're walking Mm -hmm. down the sidewalk and you trip. When you get up... Terrible. You turn around, you make sure no one saw you. Mm -hmm. But if someone saw you, you say, you know what? It's my way or the highway. <laughs> and then you walk away. I do say. Yeah. And then you have to trip on purpose then. Right. And then you get up. You turn around look at the same person. You say, see. It's I, my way. I guess it's my way it's or the my highway. my way or the highway. Yeah. Yes. So that's, uh, that's another. And then another you spend the rest of your life tripping. Yeah. You have to keep tripping on purpose. Turning around to that same person. If they're not there, then you can stop tripping. Because it's your then way. Then you start over. Then it's your way or the highway. Or the highway. And tripping is your way. Right. And the highway. The highway is where the cars live. Yes. Well, <laughs> that's that's another funny American saying. The highway is where the cars live. The you highway. heard that one. I've heard that one, The yes. highway is where the cars live. The parkway is where the cars go right. sleep. And the driveway is where you say... What are you? What are you doing in my driveway? We got divorced. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. yes, of course. You're not allowed on my driveway. We have a restraining order. That's uh, a big saying around here. 
And the KFC is where you stab an old man with emphysema for mm. a free chicken wing. Mm. God, the KFC is so beautifully American. It's wonderful, <laughs> yes. I love meeting people in America. I love meeting people in New York City. Mm. Uh, it's a, I'm so glad that you're in this city and you're mm. contributing to the culture. And uh, I don't know. Some say New York City. It's where dreams are dreamt up. Where dreams are drunked up. Mm-hmm. I love it. Fantastic. Yeah. And KFC, they have that wonderful old man in the mirror. Mm. The wonderful old man, his visage, uh, it haunts. The colonel. The colonel, yes. Yeah. I, I started to call him Grandpappy Papa. Mm. I would, yes, I'd call him that. And he would sing to me when I would try to go to sleep, I tell you. Wow. Gosh. Some of the employees would say, no, he's not singing to you. You can't sleep here. But I knew <laughs> that he had a song in his heart and he would he would whistle it away to me. And oh, I do not dare sing it for you, though. It's too personal. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll sing it. <laughs> You're the boy in the store. Go to sleep, little boy. Little boy, go to sleep. You're my favorite boy. Have some chicken. Lay down. You're my boy. You're my boy. And they just sing that over and over and get louder and louder mm. until you would just pass out from the fumes of the fryer later. It was fantastic uh, times. That is such a beautiful song. Mm. <laughs> yes. I don't have a favorite song, so that might become my favorite song. I do believe it's time to put it on your playlist. Oh, well, <laughs> if I ever find my iPod Touch again, <laughs> I will put it on there. Uh, I do have one more question and it's one I ask myself every day in the mirror before I go out into the world um, are you happy <sighs> happiness they do say is the worm that you find at the bottom of your meal and I do not know that I've reached the bottom of my meal you see you find the worm of happiness and you say to yourself hmm this one's a funny fellow maybe I shall keep him in my pocket but do you keep him in your pocket? Or do you let him loose into the river of ale? You say, I present you. you a riddle. And mm. no, I'm not happy. Oh. Not at all. You know what? Me neither. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, Well, you know what? Thank you, uh, uh, Jonathan Bones. Absolutely. For coming on. And before we go... I want to introduce Jonathan Bones, Mr. Cigarettes, Mr. Cigarettes, Ew. Jonathan Bones. Oh. Hello, Mr. Cigarette. I listened to your old story. Oh, yes? I do have to say that I did put my ear to the story that you did tell as well. Oh, thanks. Now, you're both uh, such fascinating people, mm. and you're both, you both seem to be searching for something bigger than yourself. Mm, fantastic, yes. Mm. So, if you have any, maybe, advice or questions for each other about that. Well, um, it it's comes to my understanding that Mr. Clinton, um, is that your name, Mr. Clinton? Cigarette. Mr. Migarette. Uh, Mrs. Cigarette. Mrs. Cigarette. Mm. Uh, once to die wants to be wants to join the choir invisible mm. is that is that correct mm, i have to die uh, i don't have any choice 
Heaven is waiting, though, so it's not so bad. Yes. That is another American saying, heaven is waiting, it's not so bad. Heaven is waiting, Mm. it's not so bad. Yeah. I have a question for you. Oh, yes, please. (laughs) Do they smoke cigarette in Londonshire town? Ah, yes, but they do, they have, they call it a different thing over there. They call it dirt sticky, and basically it's just, uh, it's a branch covered in dirt, and you put a little fire to it. And you rub it all over your face, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you should try <clears throat> one of my cigarettes. Oh, yes? They're really good for you. Again, we cannot smoke in here. And if you do, I will have to protest. I do believe it is a special occasion. The meeting of two friends. Sorry, oh. I have to smoke or I become angry. And I do see that you do have your son with you here still. Do you let your son smoke? Yes, I smoke a lot. Oh, yes? Can Do I the... meet your lizard friend? Oh, yes. Come on out, Rodrigo. Oh, he's a little lizard. Hello, it's me. I'm the little lizard boy. And... Let me pet you, your little lizard. Yes, come over here and get on top of me and I will ride you to the mountains on top of oh, candy. You're a slimy little lizard. That's right, and I'm not just slimy, but I'm very friendly and I'd like to be your friend. Oh, look, there they go. Look at them. Precious. Wow, just Precious playing in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, friendship is so wonderful. What do you think is the most wonderful thing about youth? Mm, I had to say it's um cigarettes and horny. Yes, mm. this is true. Yeah. I would have to say uh, the feeling that anything is possible. Yes. Before you realize nothing is possible. Right. Yeah. But, but also wrong. Mm. Yes. Mm. How so? I think the finest thing about youth is having tiny little soft hands mm. which you can use for anything and climbing and and you know, there are men down the street that will pay you just to touch those hands. And you can't get that money anymore as an old fool in KFC. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) That is true, but you do get rocket fuel. It's true. You do get plenty of rocket fuel Mm. if you know how to get it. Uh, Mr. Mm. Cigarettes, have you ever been to space? No, but I have plenty of rocket fuel. Oh, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Maybe you could get some. Yeah, From you Mr. Cigarettes. want to get some right now? Yes. Oh, oh, wow. Well, this is killing two birds upon the stone, <laughs> it seems to be. You did bring the bags yeah. and, a, and an empty bag. Shall I close my eyes? Close your eyes. Oh, do I have to close my eyes too? No, you take your top off. You have to get <laughs> um really horny to make rocket fuel. Okay, well, I have to warn you. I'm not wearing anything under the three shirts that I'm wearing. Oh, no. I'm sorry, my eyes are closed. Where is the hose located? One second. Oh, one second. I had to get a puff of cigarette to make me horny. Okay, I don't understand why you need to be horny for to dispense rocket fuel. I just like being horny. Don't you get it? Oh, here's the hose. Ah, oh, yes, there it is. It feels just like clams. Here we go. Oh. Oh, Lord. Oh. 
Oh boy. Oh, I've se- this is ro- I've seen this. I I've seen Rocket Fuel before. On TV. I was watching a uh, an episode of Fraser After Dark. And there's a scene where uh, you finally see Maris for the first time and it's Niles and Maris. <laughs> And not uh, <coughs> and Maris is getting rocket fuel oh. from Niles. It's the only time in any episode you've seen oh. Maris, because uh. in every other Frasier episode she's gone. But in the episode of Frasier After Dark, you see Maris. Ah yes. Mm. Uh, excuse what? me while I spit out this rocket fuel into my bag. Wow, that is fantastic rocket fuel. It's saltier than Thank you. And God bless you. Oh, no, absolutely not. God bless you, my friend. Any friend with rocket fuel is a friend of Jonathan Barnes. Oh, it's nice to meet you. I hope you come do the cigarette party later. Oh, well, I would love to, yes. Three oh. Camel Crush cigarettes. Oh, am, I, am I invited to the cigarette party? Yes. Oh, yes. You are. Everybody can be invited. Mm. Well, that's fantastic. Will there be more rocket fuel there? Oh, there will be unlimited rocket fuel. Get your face out of my face. That's fantastic news to publish in the penny paper. So, I want to play a song. Mm. What? I do do have a guitar. You're going to sing a song? No, I, I I want to. You want me to sing a song? I want you to sing a song. <coughs> me? And because I, I, again, I haven't heard music for a little while. So I, I'm going to grab a, grab a guitar and I want to, I want to hear some music. Uh, fantastic. Music is how the devil talks. M- music is how a baby's walk. Music is how... The corn stalks. Mm. Oh, is that a guitar? I think this is what a guitar is. I, I. Uh, In England, we have another word for that. Oh, what's that word? Funny, funny, sticky thing. Mm. That's what we call those. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, now I warn you, I've never played guitar before in my life. <laughs> oh. But uh, I think we're gonna have some fun here. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, Mr. Cigarettes, you ready? Wait, what's going on? I'm just going to play some tunes on the guitar, and you, s- you you sing what comes to your heart. Absolutely. And you know what, Jonathan Bones, yes. Sir Bones? You join in. My voice is at your lids. Uh. A one and a two and a three macarena A five and a six and a seven macarena Eight and a nine and a ten macarena Days macarena, yeah <coughs> One, two, three, four, five Everybody at the party goes to meet the Macarena. There he goes and he does the macarena Give me that rocket fuel, boy I'm the chicken boy I need that rocket fuel Just give it to me Give me some rocket fuel 
Get on my knees For the rocket fuel And the man always says to me Hey, what's up? Um, hi Hey, Mr. Bones Yes, Mr. Cigarette What are you gonna do when you get up to space? I'm going to hang out and I'm going to eat a potato You'll be the first to eat a potato in space, baby That's right, nobody can beat me at that I can't wait to take my first crunch of that potato in space When I'm up there with everybody who's ever died When I get to hang out with them Munching on my potato with my rocket fuel I can see the stars I can see the Jews Munching on my potato with my rocket fuel Flying through the air Hello, Mr. Moon And the moon says to me L-I-M-P Discover Yes Discover L-I-M-P Potatoes 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 Wow, what a wonderful tune. Somebody get MTV on the horn. Well, if they even play music videos anymore. (laughs) 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 That was really funny. (laughs) It's something I've heard people say. Yes. (laughs) It's one of those that you hear and you go, it's in my mind and she has said it about me. Mm. Before we... uh, Depart before you depart for death, before you depart for the KFC, before I depart um, <coughs> to my uh, apartment. Um, what do we all wish for each other? I have to say, Sir Bones, I, I wish for you to get more rocket fuel and, and to go to space. Thank you. Yes. And uh, Mr. Cigarettes, I, I wish for you to. Become a legend in the Mr. Cigarettes world. Seems like there have been a lot of them, and I, I hope you stand out as one of the best ones. All I gotta do is focus on partying hard. Uh, so, Sir Bones, what do you wish for, for us? I wish for you, Steph. I wish for you that you can have any kind of podcast you want. Because I know that you're very passionate about it. And I know that any day now, you're going to make a podcast. Mm. And it's going to be wonderful. And the children are going the children are going to be racing to put the cans on their head. Let me download the Steph podcast, they'll say to each other as they trade taffy in the school halls. Mm. That's what I wish for you. Mm, thank you. And... Monsieur Cigarette, my old friend, I do wish that in your death we will all take a puff and say to ourselves, there used to be someone here, but I don't remember his name. What was his name? I think it was Mr. Cigarette, 
and I should like to kiss you tonight, and then everybody will kiss on your death, and it will be glorious. <laughs> that sounds very horny. Yes, indeed. Mr. Cigarettes, uh, what do you wish for us? Well, I hope you clean this place up. And I hope you can find a couple more lizards. And I just want to get out of here. Well, I think we all do. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Jonathan Bones. Thank you, Mr. Cigarettes. And uh, thank you, me? <laughs> yes, thank you, me. This has been an episode of Actually Very Good, a show where I talk to the most interesting people in New York. And you know what? I think we met a few interesting people today. And I hope you did too. Thank you for listening. And good night. This has been episode three of Actually Very Good. I'm Steph Cook. I'd like to thank my guests, Joey Dundale and Nick Nanny. You can find us at actuallyverygood.com, on Facebook and Instagram at actuallyverygood, and on Twitter at AVG Podcast. If you liked it, please subscribe.